What's up, thoughts? It's me again. Uh, second episode this week. I'm excited. Um, as an apology for last week, I actually prepared some notes. Three pages of notes. My hand hurts from running them because last week I didn't research at all. I was like, oh, I want to do this for an episode. Oh, wait. I can't recite this from memory, so I was on the Wikipedia page, reading off the Wikipedia page. So sorry, everyone. Um, how's your week? Um, I'm recording on a Saturday instead of, because I'm, I decided that I'm going to post on Sundays, because that sounds like a good idea, and, um, last week I was recording on the Sunday, which didn't leave me much time to revise. So, I wanted, since it's episode two, I wanted to do maybe an episode about Foley Adu, like cases of Foley Adu, um, but I decided to do, um, June and Jennifer Gibbons, aka the Silent Twins, and this isn't really, like, a murder or, like, a ghost story. It's more of a mystery. I actually got this idea because I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, um, and that's why we drink, and, um, on an episode, they did The Silent Twins, and it really interested me, so put that on my big list of podcast ideas, and I chose this one for this week, so shall we dive into it? I think we shall. All right, so The Silent Twins. Um, June and Jennifer Gibbons. So, they were born on April 11th, 1963, um, to parents, um, Gloria and Aubrey Gibbons in Barbados. Then they moved to Wales, where they grew up. And they did not talk from even an early age. They didn't do even a little baby babble. Like, a goo-goo, ga-ga-ba-ba-ba, whatever. I don't know, it's been, like... 15 years since I was a little baby, so, (laughs) um, they didn't even do that to their parents, they were just silent and inseparable, and they had a secret twin language, which was basically very sped up English, where they talk really, really fast. They were bullied a lot in their childhood, as they were the only black children in, like, the neighborhood in the school. And that made them more isolated from people. Um, And they mirrored each other's actions a lot. Like, they walked in sync, and they ate at the same time. And it's really weird. It's like the twins from The Shining, like, style of creepy. Like, Like, even if they were walking in sync, and a stranger stopped and looked at them, they would both freeze at the same time, which is really creepy. Um... So when the twins turned 14 to try and cure their, um, like, attachment to each other, they, their parents decided to send them to separate boarding schools, which actually backfired because they became really withdrawn and catatonic when they were apart, and they would, like, stay in their dorm room and, like, be still and don't talk for hours upon end. So they ended up going back home and going to the same school. They would spend like several 
a lot of their childhood and teen years was spent alone in their bedroom. Um, and the only way that their parents knew that they were, like, not dead is because they could hear them performing, like, they would perform, like, plays and performances with their dolls, and their parents could hear them talking from upstairs, so that was the only way they knew that they weren't dead, or, so, imagine that, like, imagine being a parent, and, like, your child never speaking to you, like, at all, so, they actually began their writing career when they received a pair of diaries on Christmas in 1979, and they both wrote several novels, commonly set in the U.S. about young men and women who exhibited strange and or criminal behavior. June wrote a novel called Pepsi Cola Addict, which was about a high school student that was seduced by a teacher, then sent away to a reformery where a homosexual guard terrorized him. And Jennifer wrote more than a few novels and, like, transcripts and stuff. Um, one, the publicist, was about a doctor who whose son was dying, or his kid was dying, and he needed a heart transplant, so he killed the family dog and gave his child a heart transplant using the dog's heart, and then the dog's spirit lived on in the child and seeked its revenge. And then she wrote another book called Discomania, which was about a young girl who finds out that the local disco is encouraging its patrons to participate in dark and violent acts. Which, as you can tell, they're both very dark, um, these topics. So, the twins actually didn't like each other. You'd think they spend all their time together that they would like each other, but as evident in some of their diary entries, they actually hated each other. So, an excerpt from one of June's um, diary entries read, Nobody suffers the way I do, not with a sister. With a husband, yes. With a wife, yes. With a child, yes. But this sister of mine, a dark shadow robbing me of sunlight, is my one and only torment. And then June, uh, not June, Jennifer wrote, um, this is one of her excerpts about her sister in her diary. We have become fatal enemies in each other's eyes. We feel the imitating deadly rays come out of our bodies, stinging each other's skin. I say to myself, can I get rid of my one shadow? Impossible or not possible. Without my shadow, would I die? Without my shadow, would I gain life, be free, or left to die? Without my shadow, which I identify with a face of misery, deception, murder. Wow. (laughs) Dark again, but that's very, like, their way of writing is, like, very, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember the word for it. It's kind of like with each other, like, they can't live with, but they can't live without. Like, they hate each other, but they're the only ones that, like, they can really, like, talk to and communicate with. And at one point, um, the girls met these two American boys who were tourists and started dating them. 
and like they would actually talk to these boys but the only way they would talk to them if they were like really really drunk so they would go and they'd get hammered and then they would go on dates with these boys and I know that um apparently they both got their virginities taken by the same boy in a church where they got really really drunk and um one had sex with the boy while the other one watched and apparently the first one said some stuff during sex and when it was the second one's turn she said the same exact things in the same exact order and yeah um so they broke up with these boys because the boys had to go back to america and stuff and after their books didn't receive any like attention they began committing petty crimes um including they burned a building down which landed them in court for arson and that's when the second part of the story begins when they were sent to um high security mental hospital so they were convicted of arson and due to their behavior issues they were sent to um broadmoor hospital which was a high security mental institution and they were contained in separate cells but they continued to exhibit strange behavior like they would take turns eating like one day one twin one girl would um stuff herself while the other starved and they would go back and forth but also like they would be like like laying down like or like standing completely still like doing some sort of pose in their cell and like they check on them and be like hmm that's weird and then they would go check on the other twin and the other twin would be doing the same exact position in the same exact like spot in their cell so really strange a journalist um for the sunday times um i'm gonna try to pronounce her name i don't know marjorie 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 wallace um covered their case and she went to visit them to interview them and because she actually because she was like experienced in like criminal stuff she went to the family first to ask like hey what do they like what they like and um she went into their bedroom and found their diaries and read them and the parents actually had no clue about the diaries at all and so she read them and she learned that they like to write so when she went to go interview them she was like hey i i heard you guys like writing um i actually read some of your stuff and it's really good and they immediately like brightened up they like started talking to her they wanted like all the advice they could get so therefore she earned their trust and their friendship and so they were going to be transferred to another hospital um and wallace went to go visit them and asked if maybe she could talk to them when they arrived at the other hospital but jennifer told her that 
know she would have to die because, like, before they got there. And when Wallace asked her why, she said, because we decided so. So, on the ride, on the trip to to the hospital they were transferring to, June slept, um, Jennifer, actually, Jennifer slept on June's lap with her eyes open. And, um, when they got there, she was unresponsive, and the doctors there pronounced her dead. And later, during the autopsy, they discovered she would, she died due to a sudden lethal inflammation of the heart. And that was in March 1993. And June actually wrote a poem that is engraved on Jennifer's headstone, which reads, we were, we once were two, we two made one, we no more two, through life be one, rest in peace. And ever since Jennifer died, June um, has led a normal life. She's been talking, I believe she's married and has a family. She has a great, like, a great uh, relationship with her parents. And she said that Jennifer wanted to be a sacrifice so June could lead a normal life. And um, basically she wanted to give herself up and like die. So because if both of them were alive, then they could never be normal. But Jennifer claimed, they were talking about it, claimed because she was the weaker one she would die so um, June can continue with a normal life. And that's the story of the Silent Twins, which is weird. And yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Um, You can find me on social media. Um, I'll like, yeah, find me on social media, on Twitter, whatever. I'll probably link my social media, and yeah, (laughs) yeah, episode two, (laughs) probably, I think this is actually shorter than the first one, because I actually prepared notes, and I could just go through my notes instead of rambling on and on, so yeah, we're done, my throat hurts, I need water, (laughs)